Good morning, Elizabeth Chapel Church family. Hope you've had a good night's rest. It's a joy to join with you this morning at 10 o'clock for just a moment of devotion. I bet many of you had forgotten about that song that Daniel just played, and some of you younger families probably have never even heard it. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? I remember first hearing that song when I was a little child at First Baptist Church, Madisonville, Tennessee. In fact, I helped sing that in a little program that we put on one Easter. It causes me to tremble thinking about the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. What a glorious Lord He is. Well, I, I just tell you that Easter time, this week, Holy Week, is my favorite week out of the whole year. I enjoy it more than Christmas, more than anything. You know, some of us have different favorite times. Our birthday is special. Some of you guys like hunting season. You just can't wait till it opens. And some others maybe fall football season, basketball season. But I will tell you, as a Christian, as a believer, our history, the world history was changed when Jesus Christ came into this world and everything came to a head this particular week we're celebrating when He was tried, He was crucified, and then come Sunday He was resurrected from the dead. What a great, great experience. What a powerful thing that is. Well, would you just bow for a moment as we pray and then we're going to jump right into to reading the Scripture. In fact, this morning... We're going to be looking at John chapter 12, if you'll turn there with me in your Bible. And then another place we're going to go in just a moment is uh, Luke. Uh, Luke chapter, well, I'll, I'll find it here in a moment. But anyway, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we begin. Father, we thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for the day that you've given us. Lord, it's a wonderful day. It's a glorious day. And we honor you, Father, and praise you for your holy, holy name. We thank you for sending Jesus into the world. Now give us guidance, give us direction, Lord, as we study your word together. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter number 12. I want to begin here in verse number 1 for just a moment. It says that uh, six days before the Passover... Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus, who had been dead, whom he raised from the dead, there was Mary who made the supper, Martha who made the supper and served Jesus and Lazarus, and they were, they were sitting together at a table. Uh, this group of people, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, were some of Jesus' closest friends. In fact, as we see it in the Scripture, it says as, they, as He came to Bethany. Bethany was two miles away from Jerusalem. Jesus was in this home quite often as He shared with them. But it says in this Scripture that something spectacular, unbelievable happened here. While they were there, while Martha was preparing the meal, the Bible says that Mary... Verse 3, took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair 
and the whole house was filled with that fragrance. I want you to imagine with me what that scene must have been like as Mary bowed there at the feet of Jesus, I took that fragrant oil. It says the fragrance filled the whole house and she anointed the feet of Jesus. But notice that other word it said. She began to wipe his feet with her hair. Can you imagine how long her hair used, must have been in order to, to get down there and wipe his feet with her hair? You know, the Bible tells us in Corinthians that that hair, the long hair, was the glory of the woman during that time, during that day. And so here is Mary just humbling herself of any glory, any particular thing she might have had, and just bowing there at the feet of Jesus, wiping her hair, her, her, his feet, with her hair. Uh, what a powerful testimony that is. In fact, when we read on in this chapter, it goes on to say that, that this would become a memorial for Mary. She would be remembered for, for this gracious act toward the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to jump over to this passage in Luke for a moment. I wanted you to, to see that passage there for, for just a moment. But I want to come back over here to... Uh, to Luke's Gospel, chapter number 10. And I want to begin here in verse 38. Uh, this verse of Scripture, this passage of Scripture is again about Mary, Mary and Martha. But I believe this passage in Luke helps us understand how it is that Mary would even come and approach Jesus to anoint His feet and to humble herself. And to wipe his feet with her long hair. Luke chapter 10 helps us understand why that is and how that is. Notice verse, uh, verse 38 for a moment. Now it happened as they went that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Now you see, there's this town of Bethany again. Here is the house of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Jesus was very close to them. They were, they were very good friends. In fact, if you remember, uh, John 11 tells us about the time that, that Lazarus died. And Jesus delayed going there. And when he got there, Martha came running to him and said, Jesus, if you had have been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, but I want you to know that I'm the resurrection and the life. That, that is this family. They were very close to Jesus. In fact, the Bible tells us that the humanity of Jesus was very much exposed at that home when Jesus wept over the death of Lazarus. Well, anyway, here they are at this house again. Jesus, His disciples, and Mary and Martha, and, and Lazarus is there. It says in verse 39 that uh, she had a sister, Martha had a sister called Mary. And it says she sat at Jesus' feet and she heard 
his word. Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached Jesus and she said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve all alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Now, I want you to notice this scene. Mary and Martha, two different personalities. Martha is the one up scurrying around. She's the one anxious. She's the one wringing her hands. She's the one that had prepared probably days before Jesus would even come. Because Jesus was coming to visit in her home. Uh, She was just excited so much for Him to be there. But when Jesus got there and she came in, He came in rather, and Martha is over preparing the meal. Mary goes into where Jesus is sitting and she just sort of sets at His feet. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? This is the second time we see Mary at the feet of Jesus. We see her here at the feet of Jesus, listening to Him teach. We saw Mary anointing the feet of Jesus in the passage we read earlier. But you know, with that John 11, when Martha runs out to meet Jesus, she says, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But Mary stayed in the house for a while. And in John 11, when Mary comes to see Jesus... It says that she bows herself at His feet. And she says, Lord, I want to worship You. If You'd been here, my brother would not have died. It's interesting that that Mary in Scripture, Mary of Bethany, we always seem to see her prostrate, kneeling, humbling herself, Before the feet of Jesus Christ. You know, that's the position maybe that that all of us ought to be in from time to time. Whether we're kneeling publicly or not, we can be kneeling in our heart and we can be bowing ourselves at the very feet of Jesus as we love Him, as we trust Him. Well, well notice how, how this passage ends here. Notice it for a moment. Martha is saying to Jesus, Jesus, tell Mary to get up. Tell her to help me. Help me serve you. We've got this meal to prepare and to give to you. Jesus said to her in verse 41, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed and Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. I will tell you, friend, that's some of the most powerful, powerful words that you and I could ever read in Scripture. It says in this Scripture to me that Jesus is more interested in me spending time communing with Him, abiding in Him, than He is about me trying to go off and serve Him. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things we need to do for Jesus. We're His voice in the world. We're His hands in the world. We're His feet in the world. We show His love in the world. But my friend, listen, none of that is is any value 
It's not any value to the world and it's not any value to God Himself unless you and I first are kneeling at His feet. Unless we're first worshiping Him. Unless we are first having our life changed by Him where we become sensitive to His will and honoring Him. Jesus wants communion with you and with me and with all of us. Jesus says, no, Martha, I'm not going to tell her to get up and help you. She has chosen this one thing that is so needed, and that is to bow at my feet. I want to say, friend, what an opportunity God has given us in these days right here before Easter, to prepare our hearts for Easter Sunday worship. Prepare our hearts to uh, honor and glorify and spend time with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. There's a word in the book of Psalm 27 that I just want to end with for a moment. And it's sort of a takeoff from what Jesus said there to To Martha, no, Martha, there is one thing that Mary has chosen and that's not going to be taken from her and that's to kneel and be at my feet and hear my word. Psalm 27 verse 4 says this, One thing I desire of the Lord, that I will seek Him, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Do you know what is implied there that I might dwell in the house of the Lord? The house of the Lord, when David wrote this psalm, represented the presence of God. Because the presence of God was in that holy of holies in the temple. The presence of God was in that tabernacle in the holy of holies. And what David is saying to us, one thing I I desire, and that is to live my life every day in the presence of the Lord. That's where I want to live all of the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His holy temple. Verse 5, for in the time of trouble He shall hide me in the pavilion In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me and he shall set me high upon a rock. That's my prayer for our church family this week. That's my prayer for all of us as we seek the Lord. That we would spend time this week in his presence. That in these days in which we are living, we would learn how to change our lives To make the focus and the priority of our life, living our life in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ every single day. That's what Paul meant in Thessalonians when he said, pray without seeking, without ceasing. Just living in the presence of the Lord. Well, thank you for being with us today in this time of morning devotion. We'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We're going to take a close look tomorrow at one of the biggest fakes that surrounded Jesus, and that is Judas Iscariot. 
He was a snake in the grass. We're going to look at him tomorrow and see how Jesus deals with Judas. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you.